he said go, but it was no use, you know. Old it's the sound of a college campus protest. Or at least how we imagine the students at South Carolina College might have sounded 170 years ago when they got angry with a chemistry professor. The junior class swore at last be damned if they would go. I'm Chris Horn, your host for Remembering the Days, where we amble across the horseshoe and take a stroll down more than 200 years of memory lane at the University of South Carolina. If you've listened to other episodes of this show, you already know that the student body here in the first half of the 19th century was a lively group. And in 1850, there was an incident, one of several that occurred back then, that demonstrated just how excitable the students could become. Here's the scoop. Richard Brumby was a chemistry professor at South Carolina College, the precursor of today's university. In the history books about the college, it seems that Brumby was one of the most unpopular faculty members. The students nicknamed him Old Fossil, and if they had had RateMyProfessor.com back then, it's certain they would have labeled Brumby and his chemistry class as awful. In the late spring of 1850, Professor Brumby had been sick for a few days and missed several classes. He wanted to get the junior students caught up on the material, and so he had what he thought was a modest proposal. A religion professor was traveling for a few days, and since all of the junior students were enrolled in that professor's course as well, Brumby directed the students to come back to his chemistry class at the appointed time for the religion lecture. That way, Brumby could double up on the chemistry lectures and get everyone caught up. Sounds reasonable enough, but the students weren't having any of it. Here's Elizabeth West, our resident historian and the university's archivist. The junior class actually organized. There was a meeting with President Preston, who attempted to defuse the situation. The students claimed that uh, Professor Brumby did not have the legal right to force them to attend his class during another professor's time periods. And so they were at an impasse. Whoa, wait, the professor didn't have the legal right to make them attend extra classes? Well, okay, so then what? The students did have a very violent reaction. This was the junior class of the school, and so they decided they would burn their chemistry textbooks in protest. President Preston uh, made an attempt to calm the situation, but he actually had to give up and leave because the students were so upset. It was, you know, a rather kind of frightening situation. William Preston, himself an 1812 graduate of South Carolina College, was the president of the institution at the time, and he described what happened following the faculty meeting at which the students declared their refusal to attend Brumby's extra class sessions. We had hardly adjourned before I saw unequivocal indications of an approaching commotion. At twilight, noises began to arise in the campus, and large groups to be formed before the professor's houses. In a short time, the mob increased to a multitude. Shouts and riotous yells were heard, and as darkness closed, a bright flame arose from the midst of the crowd. Upon hastening to the spot with some of the professors, I witnessed a scene of confusion, uproar, and turbulence beyond what I had ever seen. The whole college apparently was assembled, one boy brandishing a sword, but with no indication of murderous intent, though its flashing in the light of the blazing fire looked fearful enough. The fire was consuming a table covered with a pile of books, the chemical textbooks, which the members of the junior class had devoted as a solemn sacrifice to the flames. The junior class, 
is entirely broken up. President Preston was trying to defuse the situation, but his appeals fell on deaf ears, and so he ultimately left the scene, and eventually the students dispersed on their own. But the result was that pretty much the entire junior class was suspended. Wow, your professor asks you to attend extra lectures for a few days. You refuse and then get suspended, so you burn your textbooks in protest. Well, I knew this guy Brumby wasn't the most lovable of professors, but it still seems like a disproportionate response from the students. I was curious to find out what would happen if students were to do the same thing today. So I talked to Elisa Liggett, the Executive Director of Student Conduct at the University of South Carolina. For the past 22 years, she's been working with students who sometimes haven't made the most mature decisions. She says the 1850 Brumby incident with the textbook burning If all of that happened today, probably no one would get suspended, but the students would likely end up on her doorstep in the Office of Student Conduct. If it's your own book today, you can burn it as much as you want to. So another part of it really comes down to if it's your own property and who are you really hurting and whether or not it affects the university. So you could absolutely get suspended for starting a fire. Um, But usually, if it's in an open space and it can be contained, we're going to talk about how to address it in a more adult way first. For as long as colleges and college students have existed, college students haven't always chosen wisely their courses of action. The good news is that the folks here in the Office of Student Conduct understand that everyone is human, and unless a student has done something really bad, they're probably going to get a second chance. This may come as a surprise to people, but we really want to be student advocates. You have to have as big a heart as your head. So the next time an old fossil asks you to do a little extra work, try not to blow a fuse. As our university motto says, learning humanizes character, and hopefully it discourages making bonfires with textbooks. Well, this episode is sponsored by the South Carolina Library and its monthly Historic Horseshoe Walking Tours. Learn about the founding and construction of South Carolina College and about early student life on campus, including rebellions and riots. The reenacted voice of President Preston was masterfully orated by Tom Harmon, and the cacophonous caterwauling of an 1850s student mob was provided by Peter Smalsey and Cole Friary. Script Consulting by Joshua Burek. I'm Chris Horn. See you next time on Remembering the Days, a production of the Office of Communications and Public Affairs at the University of South Carolina.